Hello, hello, hello. Um, I don't really love preaching. Um, and um, I had a plan for this because we book it in ages in advance. Rebecca will tell you, we book this in a long time in advance. And I had a plan. I had a book. I was going to read the book. And I was going to come and tell you what the book said. And I had a plan. And then I had a dream. And um, I felt like God said, authority. So... This won't affect the men in the room. But you kind of have to look the part, don't you? So you have to put your high heels on. Put your jacket on. Yeah? When you're doing something, you dress the part. You wear it well. Dress to impress. So um, I had this dream which I'll tell you a little bit more about later. But it was about authority. And I thought, I don't really know very much about this, apart from the really scary bits that Alan talks about, um, like healing and miracles. And I find that all a bit scary. So I thought, I better have a bit of a look. I thought I'd go right back to the beginning of the Bible. And in Genesis, Adam and Eve were given all authority. They had dominion. They were the bosses. Then they messed it up. And then the devil got dominion. And he had it for quite some time. But in Daniel 7, he has a dream. He was known for them. Um, And in this particular dream, he discusses judgment being passed in favor of the saints of the highest one. And that a time will arrive when those saints would take back possession of the kingdom. It's a judgment that continues to be talked about in Colossians because they discuss a heavenly court case that's been found in our favor. So I'm just progressing through. And then you get to Matthew and you discover that Jesus is being tempted. And the devil says to him, I have dominion over all of this. Do you want it? 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 And Jesus says, no, I'm I'm good. But at that point, even then, he was in position to say, I have the power. I have the key. Once Jesus died, that's okay. (laughs) Once Jesus died, Colossians 2 tells us that Jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power. And the power was the cross. Jesus led those powers of darkness around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner, they were his. And we discover that in the Great Commission, Jesus says, go, do, I have the kingdom. I am the kingdom. So we were born to reign. And this is not... um, a quick thing, a little comment. It's been planned throughout the Bible, like Ken was taking us through the Old Testament last week. It's that whole journey that God's had for us. This destiny is on us. But that feels quite big to me. And so I'm saying to God, okay, what does that mean for me? So um, in my dream, 
that I had. I was a chancellor, and I was very, very important. I was wearing this uh, incredible white kind of gown on top of my clothes. It was heavily embroidered, a brocade, it was very heavy. I had an entourage, and I was arriving at this um, very impressive building with a group of people. There were photographers, there were people wait, awaiting my arrival. Now, you know when sometimes you do something, you're a little bit out of your comfort zone, and you feel a bit sick, and you just feel a bit anxious, and you're like, this isn't really me? I did not feel like that. I felt in control. I was in the right place, I was in the right time, and I was doing the right thing. I owned it. And I walked through, and I could see the podium ahead of me that I was going to go and speak at. I was not nervous. I completely owned the authority that I was standing in. And I woke up and I was just, I was, I was overwhelmed by it. Because I couldn't imagine it really in my life. You know, that sense of, it wasn't an arrogance, it wasn't power, it was appropriate, completely appropriate. So I was saying to God, oh, that's the authority, right. But what does this mean for me? Now, one of the reasons that I don't like preaching is because whenever God gives me something like this, he then goes, so how's it going to work out in your life then? And I'm like, oh, well, it's not. Um, so I said authority. I'm not really feeling the healing and the miracles. I just can't get my head there. What does this mean for me? And I've been reading um, and listening to a thing from Bethel about how many times we talk to ourselves. And actually, the person that we most speak to in any given day is ourselves. And the majority of what we say to ourselves is not very nice. And I was thinking, actually, the authority that I can believe for me is the authority in my head, my authority of my mind. What would that look like if I took authority that I can imagine? So I then started looking in the Bible as to who we are, really. We are obviously sons of the living God. We have the gifts of the Spirit. We have wisdom. We have words of revelation. We have faith. We have healing. We have miracles, prophecy, discernment, tongues, and the interpretation of tongues. We have the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And we have the armor of God. So truth is a belt to strengthen us. Holiness, covering our hearts. Shoes of peace, to share the good news. The helmet of salvation, to protect your mind from lies. And the sword of the spirit of the spoken word of God. We are well equipped in our brocade of gloriousness to deal with what's facing us on any given day. So I've been sitting here thinking, well, you've all preached for me because... That's exactly what we've been talking about today, isn't it? Taking this authority. We have a holiday booked. It's the holiday of a lifetime um, to go and visit my family in South Africa and to take our children to the place I was born in Zimbabwe and to scatter my mum and dad's ashes back in the country that they met. It's been booked for months. We're supposed to leave in two weeks. And I am holding fast because I have had to work through this because God said, you can't talk about it till you're on it. 
So that's where I've been going. And I've been saying, right, Jesus, I believe all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. I believe you know me, you know my family, you know this situation, the whole thing will work out fine. But can I borrow you? But I made this, and I wondered if anybody else might like to have a go. So Paul is cloaked with the gifts of the Spirit, faithfulness, love, peace, patience, kindness, self-control, gentleness, and what I think we really, really, really need right now is joy. And I just, I just wondered if anybody else was feeling a little bit naked and vulnerable right about now to all the things that are coming you know, I think the worst thing about what we're going through is this uncertainty. You are a star, thank you. Um, and it's this uncertainty, this anxiety, constantly. It's going to really mess up our mental health if we don't take authority on it and say, you know what, we run a small business. I have no clue what it's going to look like if you lock us down for four months. I have no clue. But God does, and God loves me, and he loves Jonathan, he loves everybody that we employ. He works together for good, it will be fine. I'm choosing to believe that. So, um, I was done and dusted in 20 minutes. Um, And I just wondered if anybody else was feeling the need to just come and wear this, and we can pray over you, and declare all of the goodness of God just flowing through you, protection for your mind from lies, and just to walk in that authority that Jesus has given us, because he loves us.